away from all his international hoeing so he cannot make it. But we have Josh and Don. What's up, y'all? What it? Hello, how y'all doing? So we finally won a game after how many weeks of losing? Five. Like 80. A hundred thousand yeah. like- weeks of losing. And we won a game. Um, we beat the Cardinals. Yay, yes. Like I told people at the airport when they were like, did y'all win? I was like, yes. And they were like, aren't you excited? I'm like, nah, it's like too late to be winning. Like, we're out of the playoffs. I'm not that excited. Like, But it was exciting, right? I'm like, sure, yeah, it was nice. But still, it's too late to win. What were y'all thoughts on our win? Did you like it or not? Oh, me, me personally, I, 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 I did it because I mean it's it's the Cardinals. I mean, and I, I mean, I got the oh, it's another NFL team. I mean, I get that, but again, it's, it's the Cardinals. They're like one of the worst teams in the league. So, and ironically, everybody on our team, we had a good game. With that, like their season, their uh, best game of the season against one of the worst teams in the league. So I mean, it's it's nothing you can really harp on. I mean, we just beat a, a really bad team, and that's it. I mean, we still suck. Yeah, I I agree. Um, like I said, we can tell which team by looking at the um, game. We can tell which team was in full tank mode. And Cardinals right now, they're in full tank mode. They got a lot of problems with their organization right now. And they in rebuild mode. Um, Falcons, on the other hand, I knew they was going to try to come out and dominate because it was the last game, last home game of the season. So they want to keep the fans' morale up so they can buy those season tickets next year. <laughs> and... Um, you know, and to be honest with you, I really think some of those players on the team right now are pretty much, um, I'm not going to say auditioning, but they're really trying to, they're going to lean heavy on this game to for negotiations coming in the offseason. Hint, hint, Robert Alford, Vic Beasley, Vic Beasley uh, Brian Poole, and um, who else? I even say uh, Ty, Ty Sombrello as well. So, I mean, Sam, Sam Brella, he he gave up a second in, against uh, the Cardinals too. So that's two games in a row. Yeah, he he had given up a sack. I mean, Poole, he's he's still garbage. He 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 better not <laughs> be our nickel next year. And again, Quinn already stated that because um, he, he he's playing the slot next year. So yeah. either Poole's getting demoted or he's not gonna be on the scene regardless. Yeah. I don't. I don't really think Poole's coming back. Some people keep saying Poole's coming back. Some people saying, well, Robert Offer can come back. I God. I'm just looking at it like this here. We don't we we have we have a good good room for like cap next year, but it's not like that big. And we can you we can utilize more money by trading some of these players like like Robert Offer and Vic Beasley. And we can get more draft capital. That way, we can move down in certain rounds to get players who we need. That's that's my main focus. That's my but, main focus right there. But, but what, what, what can we get from from for Vic though? Nobody's is gonna. You'll be. Not, 
you you'll be surprised who'll get them. But we, I'm not, I'm not concerned because some people saying, oh well, we can for reasons we get a first second round pick. No, other teams you'll be dumb. We'll be dumb to get a first. The other teams will be dumb to trade away a first second round pick for me, Beasley. Right, right. But if we can get it, like four, if we can get some fourth or fifth round picks for him, that's still good because you can you you can utilize some of those picks, and then we also have I think two um, commissary picks as well in the draft. So you can use some of those picks, and we can get like nine, twelve pick, not between nine and twelve draft picks in this draft, and use some of those, utilize some of those draft picks to trade down. That'll work. That'll work in our favor. Yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, the main question I had for this game is, are the cards that bad, or did we, like, come together and be that good? The but when I saw – um, The cards are yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah they're bad. I didn't even know their record going into this game. Like, I had no idea until I got to the stadium. People were like, they only won two or three games. And I was like, oh. Hey, you, you saw the difference when they put when they put uh, Glennon in. Like, he, he got the ball a lot more quicker. They started going down the field a little more rapidly as opposed to when they had Rosen in the game. And, again, Rosen's a rookie. So he's, he's going to stare down his receivers and not pick up a blitz or whatever. So that's why we did what we did because he's still inexperienced. But yeah, when yeah. Lenny came in, he, start, he started moving the ball with no, no problem. So, yeah. so, again, like like I said, we won the game, but we're still garbage. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like I, I, Pete, I was like, I don't know if we're still garbage or not. I was like, we probably are. But then someone came out with like a PFF on the top um, rated defensive players and how they all had season highs. It was like Alfred had a season high. Yeah. yeah um, and like five other guys. And I was like, yeah, we, we suck. That We really suck. Like, yeah. Like, the they, and Cardinals suck even more. I was like, that's what that's what it was. We just bullied. We just bullied the bad team yesterday. Right. That's, that's all it was. Um, like I said, those players like offer. They're gonna lean heavy on this game to negotiate. And and if Quinn get finessed by that, I don't know what else to damn say. Um, yeah. like, no, no. Going, T, TB going, doing those. Uh, yeah, those, going back. Those yeah, going going back to um, the Cardinals. There, they they have a lot of issues. And Rosen's a good quarterback. But they need to really like same problem we have. We got to restructure this. But they don't have that. They have more holes on their offensive line than we do. Like yeah. they really, they really need to think. I would like for us to draft Jonah Williams, but they really need Jonah Williams more than we do. And I'm pretty sure they're going to get first round pick because San Francisco won yesterday. Um, I don't know if Oakland won yesterday or not, but. Um, if we can lose two more games, we can still be in the top five as far as the draft. Yeah, there are some good uh, players coming out of the draft this year. I don't mind getting a top five pick, but um, – Oh, sorry. Get my dog. But I don't care. at the same, Get out the damn mic. But I don't care at the same time. If we do or not, I don't know if I would trust this team to pick a good player after Vic Beasley was like our top our top ten, and like whenever the whatever year he was drafted, like y'all kept being mad because I wanted a win because y'all are like no high draft pick, and every time I told y'all to Google who our last high draft pick was, 
which is Vic Beasley, then y'all shut up about it. Like, <laughs> but no, because you can't really, I can't really, you can't really base Vic Beasley. I understand people believe in superstition and all that, but you got to realize 2015 draft, like Quinn really came into this team. It was a shell and nothing in it. You know, nothing, nothing was in it. Nothing was on this team outside of Julio Jones and uh, Matt Ryan. He really had to build, especially their defense from the ground up. So in Quinn's intention, he had to get the best pass rusher available to us at that time, which was Vic Beasley. So was he would. Yeah. Was. He was, that was that was the only person that we needed because we already had people, okay, you gotta look at the defense from 2015. We had True Front, we had Offer. Okay. They was playing okay then. Um, we didn't have a line. We didn't have no linebackers. No, nope. right? I wanted us to get a go linebacker, but in order to you know to have a good defense, you must have pass rushers. So we didn't have any pass rushers at all. Because remember, Mike Smith's philosophy was sacks are overrated. Yeah. So we didn't have any pass rushers under Mike Smith at all. So when he drafted Vic Beasley, that was the center, that was supposed to be the centerpiece of our line. Fast forward now. We got to, and you look at that 2015 draft, no one's really left on it. I'm telling you, after this year, only person outside of Grady Jerry is going to be the only person that's still going to be left on that 2015 uh, draft class. Yeah, that's possible. Big, I yeah. mean, I'm not saying that all of our top draft picks have been a bust. I'm saying that we've had better luck of keeping people around that weren't a high draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't well, we know had, if I trust this. Well, team. we had well before 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 Vic Beasley. You gotta look at like okay, Julio Jones, but that was yeah, top, that's what I'm saying. Like, Vic was the last one. I'm talking about Vic and like now, like this organization is getting on my fucking nerves with their fuck shit, and I don't know if I really trust who they're gonna grab. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in the first round. I, everybody keeps the rounds. I trust them because most of them cats have been proven to stay and you know be great, like Freeman, except he's injury prone. So, yeah. you know, that's like, all I'm saying. But y'all be taking this shit to heart. Like, everybody keeps now, saying we're gonna get a top 10 draft pick regardless. Yeah, but everybody right now keeps saying Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver. I, I don't even watch film on Ed, Ed Oliver and. It's just too. I don't really think we need him. He 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 need he has a lot of work to do. Like I, I want a defensive end. I don't. I don't. It's it's no. What do you take tonight? Wait, fourth fourth round. But Josh, you got to realize the league has evolved. Like you have to bring up pressure. You have you have to get pressure up the middle now. Now uh, these teams now. Like back then, ten years ago, the only person, the only important. I'm talking about offense now. Offense, they get a, a left tackle, you know, to protect the quarterback's blind side. Now, the league has evolved. Now you need an offense, a, 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 a right, a left tackle, and a right tackle. So now you got to really have a good, strong side defensive end. And I don't really, I'm trying to figure out who's who's in this draft that's going to be. Outside of Quentin Williams, and Quentin Williams going to be Nick Bosa and Quentin Williams going to be long gone. You and you look at, 
Nick Bosa and Quentin Williams. By the time we get to by the time by the time it's gonna be our pick, those two players are gonna be gone. Those are the two. Those are the two best uh, pass rushers. That's that's really much in the draft. That who really is gonna be ready week one? All the other pass rushers, they're gonna need time to develop. But what I'm saying is, if you look at teams like Philadelphia, um, uh, the Rams, their defense. Aaron Donald, the Aaron Donalds and the um, Fletcher Coxes, they generate pressure up the middle. And that's where the league going to now. Like, in order to have a good defense, you must generate pressure up the middle. And if you can generate pressure up the middle, then your pass rushes on the edge, they're going to get to the quarterback. Yeah, that's true. I mean, personally, I don't care who we draft as long as we're drafting people in the trenches because that's – what we need, like, desperately on offense and defense. Yeah, we need I need people in the trenches. Yeah, I, I really think Christian Wilkins would be a bit good fit for us because yeah, he he, yeah. He, he he plays similar to like the Michael Bennett role. He can he can he can play it on the edge, and he can also play um play yeah. He can play D tackle. People keep saying Ed Oliver, but we already have Ed Oliver on the team than DJ Sanat. You know, DJ Sanat, like he's gonna like next year he's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, I haven't looked at any player in the draft and all that shit yet. Um, I'm gonna wait for when we're officially in the off season. Even though it's like right now, but I'm gonna wait till after the the new year. Look, we already eliminated for the playoffs, so that's what I've pretty much been doing, just looking at players who we really need on offensive line and defensive line. I haven't been looking at any linebackers. I haven't been looking at any. I looked at, what, a couple of DBs that can fall to us in, like, the fifth or sixth round. Um, I haven't looked at any. I thought about looking at some running backs because I don't know how this situation going to play out with these running backs. Edo now is hurt. We don't know if he's going to be ready first, the beginning of the season. Freeman's going to be back. Coleman, well, it's in limbo. And especially he's going to be in definitely more limbo because if we we are going to get rid of Sark. And if, Sark, if, if um, somebody else come in, Coleman's not going to be here because Coleman is a Sark guy. So, Coleman uh, is a that bitch in California guy. Yeah, that's who Sark. Sark, he's not going nowhere. Like I'm with Bree. That's Stop the one it. thing. Stop me and Breeze. I know Josh. Josh. Stop it. It's gonna there, be okay. No, no, Sark no. is not there, going anywhere. There, there's no way that Quinn can actually justify it by keeping Sark on his staff. Literally, from from the fans to to to, to the commentators to former NFL players, they're saying that Sark isn't that good. Of a, he's not even a good company. OC. So there's no way that you can justify keeping this man on your staff. And I and I agree. And, and if anything, if Quinn wants to be a successful coach in this league, and if he wants to continue to be a head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, the one thing he must do, he must look and learn from Mike Smith 2014 season. What happened after 2013 season? All right. We had the worst defense in the league. Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan, the defense coordinator at the time. I'm thinking like after the 2013 season, that okay, Mike Smith is going to end up firing Mike Lola. What does dumbass do? 
he pretty much kept him on the team, and our defense did what in 2014. Got worse. So both of them, both of them went down with the ship, and both of them got fired. So if Quinn does not get rid of Sark, and we have the same results next year, meaning that we don't make the playoffs, Quinn is gonna get fired along no, with Sark. No, and just I, like I, Mike I, Smith did with Mike Nolan. No, and I think Quinn learned his his lesson with with uh, Richard Smith. Like again, he's not. Gonna, I don't think he's gonna fire Sark at, during mm-hmm. the season. He's just gonna wait till after the season. Then he'll come out. Oh, Nap was running the offense there from from week seven to the end of the season or whatever. But I think it's gonna be the same way how he did Richard Smith. He's just gonna it's just gonna come out in the offseason that he was fired mid season. And we just kept him on staff, but there's no way that Quinn can justify keeping Sark here. No type of way. Granted, granted, yeah, you you did lose two of your of your um starting offensive guards, but you got to look at how 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 Matt performed in what 14, 13 without most of his starters on offense. He still did numbers. We were still competing in games on offense. Offense was never this bad. Offense didn't have a, a, a month stretch of scoring under 20 points. Like, we don't do that. And we got all these weapons. We got, we got Sanu. We got Ridley. We got Coleman. We got Julio. We got we, we have so many, like, pieces on offense. There's no way that you cannot justify not scoring 20 points a game. Yeah. Listen, Sark had – all right, so we're going to talk about Hardy – Real quick, because Breeze like fucking hates him. But <laughs> Hardy, Gage, um, what's his name? Hall. Is that his last name? Yeah. Hall. We got all these guys, right? That we barely see on the field. I don't know what Sark's doing, but how do we have all these extra wide receivers that barely get any? Playing time, like okay. you barely see him on the field. Granted, Hardy is great for blocking; he can catch the ball. You know what I'm saying? But Sark is like utilizing the main, like what four? Julio, Sanu, um, Hooper, and like, Ridley. yeah, and Ridley. Like, and you don't see anyone else. So that's that's my problem. But that, then you know, like, like, what, why aren't we using everybody? We're paying all these people. And we're barely using everybody else. And this last game, like he did some stupid play calls. Like, why are we going for a two point conversion? I don't know if it was him or Quinn, but why are we going for a two point conversion in the second quarter? No, it was it was to make it the the score. I guess uh, uh, an even number, um, just in case. Just no, like what? no, no, it was it was it was kind of needed at the, at the point because, like I said, we it, it was an odd number. So hypothetically, if, if the Cardinals were coming back, as worst case scenario, the game would be tied. The Cardinals so, were coming back, man. They won't score. I mean, I mean, true, but I mean, but look, look how they looked on their first drive. Like I thought, I thought we used to get run out of the building from that first drive. Yeah, uh, that first drive uh, definitely pissed me off. I was like, but, it, but I think it was a, a case like that. But um, but I don't know. Back to, but back to the receivers not being on the field, but that goes back to my, my whole thing with Sark. He doesn't know what he's doing. He barely knows what to do with, with Julio, Sanu, and Ridley. He finally started moving Julio around and putting him in the slot against the Cardinals. 
Why was you doing that in the beginning of the year? Like, that's what I'm saying. And then he did that fucking trick play where he um, what he do? He they were in the end zone, in the red zone, and then he had like Matt like toss it to Julio and like some shit. And I was like, bro, what are we doing? And Julio didn't make it into the fucking end zone with that play. And I was like, dog, like what the fuck was that? Like, why are you trying to do these? Trick ass plays like at the and end then, of the year. Are we just like fucking playing around because our season's completely over and you're trying to try new things or something? Like, what's going on? I don't I understand. Think, I I really think it's gonna be a mutual agreement in a couple of weeks that both they just go part ways from. Sartre. It's not gonna be mutual because Sartre, Sartre, <laughs> I really think no. Sart does not want to be. And you can look at the game yesterday. Like Sart was sitting on the other side of the bench. The bench Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan was, was really? sitting on the other side of the bench. I don't know if y'all caught that. Caught that. Um. Well, you was at the game yesterday, Gil. But mm-hmm. uh, Josh, if you saw it on. TV, I saw the pick, and I never saw anything like that. There's like you're the OC. Why are you that far away from your from your quarterback? That's what I'm saying. Plays? That's what that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. I really think I really think Sart does not want to be here anymore because it's it just I don't know if it's too much for him. I, I don't know if he just really want to go back to college, which I really think that'd be a good fit for him to just go back. Whatever he needs to do, as long as it's like him getting the hell out of Georgia. Like, he, does, he doesn't need to be here, period. What if he goes to UGA? Fuck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, would, I would drive the address myself and, and find him. Like, he doesn't need to be anywhere in this state as we fire him. Like that's how bad of a guy, uh, not guy, but bad of an OC that he is. He he he's well over his head, and and in the NFL, like the NFL's not cut out for him. Look, don't look at me. I just think he's gonna stay at least another year. It, there's there's no way to justify him staying. And Arthur Blake is said, not, Arthur, but Blake already said that only Quinn and TD have his 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 voter confidence. Yeah, everybody else is getting cut. Everybody, everybody else's job is not. Everybody else's job is not safe yeah. outside of Quinn and, and Dimitrov. And the only people who I really see being gone is mainly Sark and maybe Marco and Manuel. Manuel was not going anywhere. I'm pretty sure Quinn Manuel is going to go back to whatever his job was. Before Quinn, Quinn, yeah, Quinn is going to politic real hard for it. if he's not going to stay. I'm pretty sure he's not going to stay. the defensive coordinator. And if he do it, I'm not gonna be surprised. But if he get, he's gonna end up getting demoted because they're gonna have to get rid of that DB coach, um, Mallory. He gonna have to go. He gonna have to go because our DB under him, our DBs have regressed a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Oh, have, they are very like True Front. He has the talent. True Front has the talent. Alfred, his head. His head. Alfred, yeah, Alfred. Uh, I don't know what's going on, with Alfred Oliver. You know, time will tell with him, and I know he he will be good. But- yeah, there was a stat with Oliver that he's actually done better in less, way less snaps than True and Alfred. Yeah, but 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 I mean, you again, you have to take that with a grain of salt because one, Oliver isn't facing the same type of caliber Rob Sears that True and Rocky are, and granted, granted, Rocky is playing. Horrible. He should have be out there. But well, him, Oliver, him, go ahead. 
him and Oliver, they're not playing the same caliber uh, receivers because um, Oliver, he got uh, he got he got caught trying to jam um, someone and got beat. No, it was I'm sorry, it was Devontae Adams. He's on Devontae Adams and he tried to jam him against Green Bay and he missed a jam and Devontae Adams ran past him. Uh, I think for the touchdown or whatever. But long story short, Oliver obviously has a long way to go. But yeah, but Oliver, he, it, yeah, he has a long way to go, and I'm and I'm upset with Quinn and uh, Manuel for not, you know, putting him on the field more this this season. Like he needs those reps. He's going to yeah. pretty much be behind next year. He's going to be behind next year. But hey, it is it is what it is. But I really think um, Manuel is going to get demoted. You know, I don't know if they're going to promote somebody in house or they go bring somebody else in. Um, like, if they promote anybody in house, only person I think that could be a good defense coordinator would be uh, Jeff Orrich, the linebackers coach. Yep, that's what I see too. Yeah, I can see that, but still, like I said, he ain't going nowhere. So y'all just gonna have to get over it right now. Uh, speaking of offense, fucking O-line, trying to get my damn quarterback killed. I'm not going to repeat myself like I have for the last fucking 20 podcasts about this O-line. <laughs> All I know is a few of y'all need to get fired. Y'all need to lose y'all's jobs. Y'all don't need to come back on this team. My quarterback is not about to be fucking hurt because y'all are fucking bums. In the beginning of the game... I tweeted about how much I hate them and how if SB wasn't with me, I would go on the field and cuss them out in person, which <laughs> I was really dead ass trying to do. I got really good seats to really jump over that shit and get on the field because at the beginning, all my quarterback did was get sacked, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick and fucking tired of it. I'm sick and fucking tired of y'all. He was still getting sacked early in the game. Yeah, early in the game, throughout the game, like, dog, my quarterback had to run for 15 yards because the O-line couldn't do anything. And which no, who's number 69? Who is that? Uh, uh, Beatles. Uh, uh, it's, 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 yeah, Beatles or something yeah. like that. What, whoever he is, all He's I know is. Coleman was running it up the middle or wherever. He was trying to get through. And 69 just stood there and got plummeled by whoever was fucking plummeling him and ruining Coleman's chance to get through. If you're not going to block and do your fucking job and do the shit you're supposed to get paid to do, get off my damn field. Get off my damn team. I just repeated myself and I said I wasn't going to do that. But that pissed me off because they showed that shit on the big screen. Speaking of Coleman, he actually had a really good, well, really good game. Um, when was this fucking game? Yesterday? I'm so fucking tired. Yesterday was a long fucking day. Um, he had a very good game. <laughs> He ran for 65 yards. That was very exciting. It's on my Instagram. And then um, Hooper just had to ruin it at um, the end of the fucking drive that we had. Um, 
I cussed really loud in front of this lady and her child. And I had to apologize because I felt really bad. I forgot that a child was behind me when I yelled fuck very loud. Um, wow. It pissed me off. Hooper, he was in the fucking end zone. And he dropped the ball. And literally had the ball in his hand. People were literally screaming until it dropped. Like, this is my problem with him. I think he's a decent fucking tight end. However, the man sometimes does not have hands. Now, honestly, honestly, he, he's played a lot better this year. Like, uh, I was I was down on Hooper last year, but he really stepped his game up this year. Uh, I mean, plays messed up. I mean, Sanu had to drop yesterday, too. Uh, Everybody yeah, had yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Because after Sanu had a drop, really had a drop too. Immediately after him, so I mean, players mess up. So I mean, you just gotta. No, we were right there. Like Coleman did all that work for look, nothing. Look, we still put up forty. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, we did. But I'm saying it could have been forty-seven. You want forty-seven? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, actually, that run, that run, no, that run, um. That run Tevin Coleman on did though. Um, I was, you know, people. I was happy because on that drive, on that uh, run, on that play. But what I saw, uh, Jake Matthews, he was on the other side of the field, and when Coleman went, uh, when Coleman took off, like he was running pretty much full stride with Coleman. I left tackle now. People who, who pretty much crapped on him early this offseason when he got his extension saying, oh, Jake Matthews ain't good, or why he get all that money, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's that's, the, reason, that's the reason why we pay – that's why the reason why – this is the reason why we pay Jake, Jake Matthews, you guys. Man, I'm I'm still – I'm just talking about Jake because y'all, <laughs> y'all send me death threats when I, whenever I who say – Who sent you death threats? Everybody, I didn't send you a death threat. I would know I, if I sent you a death threat. I sent Adam Kaplan a death threat, but oh, everybody sent him one like that. That guy, he better not ever for any reason step foot in the state of Georgia. Yep, and Ado's down, and that's all his fault now as well. And we have to fix. We only have one running back right now. Man, they might as well just play Brian Hill for the rest of the year. Yeah. Did we sign him back? Why do we keep getting rid of him in the first place? Well, we had to bring him back because um Freeman went down. Like he keeps coming back and forth, back and forth, and it's annoying. Hey, uh, he he he's the, pretty much the new um uh, Witherspoon now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could say that. Uh, Debo got a TD. That was cute, or whatever. That actually lit up the stadium. Well, the halfway full stadium. Because it was empty in there. I know everybody's pissed. Even Corinne didn't come to the game. And she always goes to every game. And she's so upset with this team. She didn't show up. And clearly, a lot of people were also upset with this team. Because they didn't show up. And honest to God, I would not have gone to that game if it wasn't for Delta's $100 cancellation fee. For my ticket. And you don't get a refund for what I paid for that ticket. So that's the only reason I was at the game, to be 100%. I, I, 
Yeah, you count me one of those people who did not go. Like, I didn't buy the ticket. I was going to buy the ticket. Um, as soon as I found out Michigan was playing in the Peach Bowl, and, like, I had a dilemma. I was like, hmm, Falcons or Michigan? Falcons or Michigan? And I, I've never seen Michigan play, like, live in person. In person. So this is going to be a great experience for me to go to the Peach Bowl on the 29th to go see Michigan play. So. Yeah, I feel you. Even my boy, Gary, like, he was coming to the game, and then he was like, I ain't coming to see them bums. I just saw Atlanta United win in person. Why would I come to the Falcons game? I was like, you got a point, because I dead ass was not coming either. But fucking Delta next. Shouts out to Atlanta United, too, for bringing on yes. the city championship. Dog, yep. I got my scarf. I'm getting a jersey kit, whatever the fuck it's called. I watched that whole game and I dead ass shed three tears when they won. Three? I did. For I did track? finally. <laughs> like fine. It was just three. Cause it's not the Falcons. It's not the Braves. I know the Braves won. Listen, let me tell y'all something. You old fucker something. I was three. Three years old when the Braves won. The only thing I was interested in is Barney and basketball. That's it. That is it. I was not interested in baseball at the time. They won. I wasn't at the parade because I didn't care about baseballs. Like, oh, parade. I just don't. Bats and balls. I don't care. I didn't. I didn't care. Okay. So I know the Braves won, but United is the very first team for me that I witnessed with my own two eyes us win a championship. And the Braves are probably going to win another one for the Falcons. I'm just going to put that out Oh, there. be quiet. We Falcons win one next year. It break up. Uh, they should. It all, I'm just going to see how this offseason goes. Like, this all, they got to make some moves. In the, uh, in the, they got, they really going to have to hit this. We didn't really hit the free agency that much this year because we just didn't have the money. Uh, but this what? year, they going to have to fill up some room. Yeah, depending on who we get rid of and whose contracts we restructure, we'll probably – I don't know how much money we're going to end up with, of course, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how much money we end up with and who we can grab and all that shit coming up next year. But what else did I want to talk about on this shit? And, okay, so – Second quarter, I was sitting next to eight Cardinals fans. Okay, eight of them. I don't know where they came from. I don't know why they're in Atlanta. I don't understand. And they weren't even wearing jerseys or, like, Cardinals gear. So, I I don't get it. Whatever. Anyways, they were betting through the whole game. They were putting in money in the cup. And if they, they said, like, whatever their bet was – and if it didn't come true, it got went to the next person, the next person, blah, blah, blah. So there's a guy next to me. It's the second quarter. It was like three minutes left. And he says, I bet Dan Quinn will use all three timeouts, right, before the quarter, before the fucking second quarter ends. And I said, um, you don't want to take that bet because he's not going to do that, Right. He completely ignores me, like completely. So his friend who sat in front of us was like, I believe her. I'm going to take that bet. 
So lo and behold, homeboy next to me lost like five hundred dollars because that guy he won everything. Because of course, Dan Quinn did not do it. Like you dumbass, whatever. So I wanted to say. I know you're not going to ever listen to this. You might, but you're a fucking dumbass. And I knew what the fuck I was talking about. So fuck you, you bald-headed ass bitch. Next. <laughs> what else do I want to talk about? Okay. This is relevant for all traveling Falcons fans. Okay. Hush up, Josh. Stop laughing. I'm trying to talk. I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> I want to talk to y'all about airport etiquette. Okay, like when you go to the airport, the TSA agents tell you what to do over and over again, like a broken record. So why do you wait till you get up to the fucking thing and you only get one bin knowing you have a laptop with you that you have to put in a second bin and then. When you put your shit through the scanner with the laptop in the one bin instead of a second bin, you want to get all mad and huffy puffy like these people haven't been saying it the whole time. You're not deaf because if you're deaf, you would need assistance. I'm sick of that shit. And I'm sick of y'all asking every time you come to the airport, do we have to take our shoes off? Yes, you have to take your fucking shoes off. Ever since that fucking shoe bomber went shoe bombing, you have always had to take your shoes off. So stop fucking asking these people if you have to take your shoes off. Nothing has changed. And they always say, please make sure nothing is in your pockets when you come through the machine. Why do none of you people double check your pockets before you walk through the machine and then, oh, my God, I forgot I left my keys in my pocket. And you're holding the line up. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick and tired of you fuckers. And to the old couple that sat right in front of me at the airport when there were all those fucking empty rows and seats. And that man ended up somehow, allegedly, I don't remember because I didn't do anything. I just got up and the coffee might have spilled on him. But it wasn't my fault. And I did not. Do it on purpose to any of my future employees listening. That did not happen on purpose. Fuck you for rolling your eyes at me when you decided to sit down directly in front of me. I didn't decide to sit down directly in front of you, you motherfucker. Okay, that's all for the airport. Next. Um, so I'm sick of you scammers in Atlanta as well. I was waiting outside for a lift, right? And this guy comes up. He's like, do you want to trade? And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I turn around. And he's like, here, you want my scarf? I'll trade you for your scarf. And it's my brand new $25 Atlanta United champion scarf. This man had a free rise up scarf the size of my arm and thin as shit. I said, <laughs> are you serious right now? He was like, yeah, we can trade. He's like, look at my scarf. Look at how nice it is. I said, if you don't fuck out of my face with that shit, like, what is wrong with you people? Atlanta is just full of scammers, and I'm tired of you fuckers. Last thing I got, Lyft. I don't know if anyone's taking Lyft outside of the stadium. Have y'all taken Lyft outside of the stadium? Nope. No. I always, I always park. Well, you yeah, always park. So. Okay, so... Me and SB left early to meet Love Vixen. 
we get out there. They're like, okay, the lift is out gate one on North Side Drive. Just follow that sign, and it's right there on the curb, right? So I'm like, okay, bet. Follow the sign, stood on the curb, called the lift, da da da. The lift driver's like, I'm here. We're like, no, you're not. You're not here. It was like, I am here. I'm like, we're standing on North Side Drive where they told us to go, right? Long story short, we get through two of these lift drivers. These guys standing next to us, their lift drivers came to them and picked them up. So I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And all these people are standing here where they told us to stand, right? I'm like, what the fuck? So I go and ask another security guard. She's like, the lift isn't here where this cone is that says lift. It says lift and it's a cone is where everybody sent us. It is not there. For anyone trying to take a lift from the stadium, that is not where you need to go. You need to go down to the other end of the Georgia World Congress Center where there's a pink fucking tent that says lift. That is where you need to get picked up. I am tired of you people and your raggedy ass directions. You told us to stand here. Why is that cone there if that's not the fucking pickup spot? If the fucking pickup spot is at the other end of fucking Georgia World Congress Center, I lost $6.93 because this man couldn't find me. And it was like five minutes after the fucking ride. And he wasn't moving from where the fuck he was. So I lost $6.93. Not that I need $6.93, but I want my $6.93 back and I can't get it back because you fuckers gave me bad directions. So well, This will be easier for Mercedes Benz. I was about to say the dome. Mercedes Benz Stadium, whatever you want to call it. Why they just don't have the lift drivers for people who don't lift? Why don't they just pick them up at Vine City train station? Right. Like they all like- the lift cars right there at Vine City train station. Cause it's a it's a good street right there that all the cars are just lined up and people can just catch their rides over there. Literally, like we dead ass had to walk from gate one where Vine City was, Vine City train station, all the way to the end of the Georgia World Congress Center. But nobody knew that. Like no Yeah, it's it is a long ass walk. And then you have this lift sign that said lift this way, and they had this cone that said lift, but the drivers were being directed to the all the way at the end to this pink tent that you couldn't even see through the trees and was lost. And all these people were standing there like, where's my lift? Lift drivers kept canceling on everybody because they're being sent there, but we're all being sent to this fucking cone. And only two good Lyft drivers who came and got those guys actually followed directions and would turn around and find them and pick them up. So I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of you people and your fucking bad directions and this Lyft shit. Y'all need to figure it out. Whoever is running Lyft and Mercedes-Benz, y'all need to make it closer to the stadium. People should not have to walk a fucking mile to catch a Lyft. That's fucking ridiculous. They should just put it at Vine City because now they got that pedestrian bridge now over north side. All yeah. Do, just get out the stadium. That way, just get on the pedestrian, go on the pedestrian bridge. That way, you don't got to worry about getting ran over by a car. Yeah. And it's yeah. gonna let you off right. The bridge is gonna let you right off there on the same corner of Vine City, and they can have yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, put it under that bridge, like you put it right there. There's a fucking um little turn lane that goes into the Georgia World Congress in a parking lot, you can just have it there. Like, that didn't make any sense, and that pissed me off. But that's all I wanted to talk about. 
Y'all got any other shit y'all want to say about the game or whatever? Um, I would say uh, I think we're actually going to be one of the best teams come next year. And that's like just all biases because the, the only thing that we really need to get is healthy. So we're going to get healthy and then we're going to have probably a top five, top three type of pick. And then we have nine picks in this draft. And then we're gonna have like a, ex, a, a certain a good amount of money to spend in free agency. So yeah. we got coaching. We need we need we need better coaches too. Well, I, like I, said, I already think Sark going like it's it hasn't happened yet, but he's getting the, rich, the Richard Smith treatment. Like he, it's gonna come out that that his job was taken midway through the season, and we just didn't know about it. But um, but like I said, we're gonna be a, a contender again because like I said, we'll get healthy. And I think this 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 draft will be uh, trenches, um, heavy draft, offense and defensively. And mm-hmm. once we get all that corrected, we're gonna be right back in, in in the thick of things come come next year. So yeah, and so so the, like I said, the seasons are wash. Just just look at the games for entertainment purposes for now on. That's it. And yeah. don't don't expect anything differently until September. Yeah. I'm looking at the games like it's preseason. To be honest with you, uh, yeah, I'm looking exactly. at it preseason like it's like they some players are pretty much getting a lot of players are getting evaluated to see okay, are you worth us bringing back? Like far as players wise go, offense only players that safe is but Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, of course Devontae Freeman, um, Ridley and Matthews yeah. and Matt. And yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's Defense, it. Defense, um, Tech, Jared, Tanat, um, Deion Jones, Casey Allen, and um, True Fuck his contract. He, he ain't going nowhere. And um, and Neil, that's it. People getting mad. People get mad at me about Campbell. So, well, Campbell's good. Why are you saying Campbell's going to leave? This is the problem, and I try to tell people, like, Campbell is a great player, but we are, we're not in rebuild mode. We are in re- retooling mode. They're going to retool this defense. They're going to retool this defense. And if, if the Falcons have enough money in free agency, okay, and there's a good linebacker like Alexander from uh, Tampa Bay that, that comes on the market, do you really think? Do you really think Quinn is just gonna say, "Eh, we don't need him"? You better not. But if like, we don't have the money, that's a different story. If we don't have the money, then I can't. Yeah, we don't have. Money. If they, we don't have the money, that's fine. But but if we have the money and we can get a, a Alexander on the team, yeah, and have Alexander, Debo, and uh, Olakun. Yeah, that's gonna be nasty. Yes, that'd be nice. Dion and and uh and Alexander, they they they'll be all over the place. Yeah, and then Alexander, he can cover. He can cover tight ends. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. I tell people, like I told people, like I'm just looking at it as a preseason because pretty much like what thirty percent of the team, the players right now are safe. Everybody else, like they can be, hey, they can get traded or they can hey say hey, we don't need you anymore. They go get released. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We'll probably keep the like sixty percent of them. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll probably keep like sixty percent of them. But yeah, 
30% is for sure like the safe, the only safe one. And we're definitely like, we, we're not in rebuild mode. We just need players yeah. back. And then we need, yeah, like, we're in retool mode. We, we re mode. Like, our defense has no depth. Like, I wanted to say this during preseason, but I didn't say it because I know how people are. <laughs> You know they. Why you know? We this is it's just pre. You know how, it's just preseason. Why are you tripping? Like I knew when we when we had our third string or second string defense out there. What happened in the, in during preseason? Not shit. We we got we got ran through. Now week one and week two when we lost all of our pro bowlers on defense. This is that's what happened. This is this is what we had. This is what we had. This is the players we had to step up to the plate. Man, dude. The people who got burnt, the people who got burnt and ran over through uh during preseason. Yeah. Because we think Duke was out there much this game. No, Duke didn't play until like until like, until it was like seven minutes left in the game. Oh, Duke is gonna be Duke is Duke is gonna be a life for uh, a backup. Yeah, Duke Duke gonna be relegated to to special teams next year. Yeah. He's he's a special teamer. We yeah. we they already figured that out with him. Like he he's he's nowhere near like should be on the field in uh, any type of defensive packages at any right. point. Yeah, they can put him on special teams. They can get rid of him. I vote get rid of him. No, nah, he he's too high of a draft pick. He, he's a second round pick, so he's gonna he's gonna. He's gonna play, but he's gonna be for special teams, and that's it. Yeah, I guess they'll like, let him walk when his, when his contract up, and that's it. But yeah, they're gonna let his contract run out, and he and we didn't really sign him to that much money. Like he was a, he was a third round pick, so like he didn't we didn't really sign him to that much. So, but yeah, he he definitely yeah. and and people <laughs> like to get me wrong all the time, but. But when it comes to Vic and Duke, like, I'm disappointed. Like, I had so much hope for them. And I hate to see them turn out like this. But it is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, you're such a hater. Like, you've always hated them. No, I loved them. And I had so much hope. And the expectation was so high. And then they both, well, turned out to, well, Vic only turned out to be garbage this year. But Duke's been garbage. Yeah, so, I just think Vic Beasley just don't want to put in the work, put in yep. the work to get great. Yeah, like, yeah. I that. I like if, that. if you if if you're doing this and you loved your shit, like you're gonna go to the best of the best. You're always gonna be working on your craft. You know what I'm saying? Like until the wheels fall off. Exactly. And he's not doing that. Exactly. And people, and, and this is the reason why I'm against drafting Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver is a type of player. And this has been facts when he was at he, he in Houston. He does not want to put in the work. And he went up against like scrub universities that he, he made good plays off of. Like what? Houston, University of Houston and Conference USA. Like he they haven't played no SCC or ACC offensive linemen or Big Ten uh offensive linemen. Yeah, if you don't want to put in the in the work to better yourself, you just need to not be on the team, not be on my team. You can be on somebody else's team, but I don't see the point. Of you yeah, we need we need players who are gonna come in here that's gonna work, who's gonna get better. Like we don't need that that lazy mess, man. Yeah, and granted, maybe next year if Vic is still here, he can change everything around. You know what I'm saying? But he's, he's, that's he's a, not. 
He's yeah, I, yeah, he, I know. I'm just saying, like, it can it can happen. It can happen. I don't see it happening, but it can happen. I don't see. It. I I really don't see it happening. Like, I just I just don't make he. Some players just do not work well with certain teams. I don't know if you know because he's from Georgia. Like he's right up the street from Atlanta. Maybe he just needs yeah. to leave. No, 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 no. Because look, look at Grady. Grady. Yeah. Grady but some, some players, some, I say, some players can work well at home. Some players can't. It's just like my scenario. Like I'm not talking about football. I'm talking about just. I was horrible growing up, but when I left Atlanta, when I left Georgia, I became a better person, and I came back. You know, like some people just can't take the take the pressure of being home. Some players can do well at home. Some players can't do well at home. Mm-hmm. He, he, I think he just lazy. He just yeah, he is. He is. He is lazy. He 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 just relying too much on his athleticism, and he doesn't really want to put in that work. And it's evident on the field, like like you're not going to play the Cardinals every week. Like you're going to play against some of the best teams in the league. Like you need to. Shopping your craft, dude. Like you not, like you you literally had one good year in your entire career. Like like, put in the work, dude. Like Julio still busts his his ass after being in the league for eight plus years. I'm sorry, seven plus years, and he's one of the best. He's the best wide receiver in the, in the league. Like, and you just Vic Beasley. Like nobody knows you outside of uh, Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when we were tweeting that Vic was better than uh fucking uh Mac. And those <laughs> tweets came back to hunt us real bad. Why would you even tweet that? I I I I, I didn't tweet that, but Mac, I did Mac, I, at the at the time I did retweet. No, I retweeted no. those tweets. Mac, Mac was an all pro in two different positions, man. Like yes. was, like what? No. No. Yeah, I, 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 I remember 2015 draft because I wanted I wanted either Mac or I wanted Anthony Barr. Like those are the two players I wanted the Falcons to get, but both of those two players were gone because I really thought that okay, Quinn need to trade up. Quinn need to trade up to get Mac or Barr. Mac was gone first, I believe. All right, and then Barr was. I guess I said okay, well he need to trade up and get Barr because we need a linebacker. We need a linebacker who could also pass rush. And Bar can do that as well. And Vic Beasley is nowhere near <laughs> those two type of caliber players. Like, I'm sorry. I know Bar mm-hmm. Bar has had a what I don't know if he's had a down year or not, but Minnesota just, I don't know. Like I had high hopes of them this season, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. You you can't. Well, the, the problem Eagles. with the problem with Minnesota is they got finessed by Kirk Cousins. That's mm-hmm. that's the issue. Like I don't know how. Like he's been trash forever. So. This is, Kirk. He Kirk is he's decent. He's decent. I won't say he's trash. He's he's decent. He's serviceable. In like uh, a I, league with like. Blind and deaf people, yeah. <laughs> I'll say he's at the bottom <laughs> tier two quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, I, I could agree with that. I'll say he's number 20, like starting quarterbacks right now. Like, he's at the bottom of that tier two. 
Like, I know, like, I don't know, but I'm not going to evaluate the, the Vikings because, hey, they they got they pretty much going to probably have a better chance, better chance of getting in the playoffs than, you know. We we, we out, out. We, we, out. Out. we out of the, we on the outside we we on the outside looking in sitting down on the couch looking at everybody else passes by oh well, what about just, just joined us yeah. yeah what about yeah they just lost against the Saints and they only huh. score and the Saints only scored twelve points but hey a win is a win but like I told people. I told people, I said, the Saints' luck is going to run out, and teams are going to figure them out, and teams have figured them out. And yep, the Panthers yeah. are just it, – it's just – I don't – it's just not their year. It's just not their year. And I really think – I really think Ron Rivera trying to get fired on purpose. I really think Ron Rivera is pretty much getting tired of uh, Cam Newton Bull, and he trying to he trying to find out a way out. Who wouldn't be tired of fucking Cam Newton and this bullshit? Like – I've been tired of it. But I got two tweets that I want to read. I want to read last week, but we canceled the whole fucking week because why would we just come on here and repeat ourselves? It was another loss, and we were just been saying the same shit. So, um, what's his fucker's name? King T1028. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read the first sentence. He said, Dan Quinn has never led a team to the Super Bowl. That's not now. Who said this? King T1028. This man went to what? Three Super Bowls within a four year span. Like, he said, Dan Quinn has never led a team to the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm uh, just gonna let y'all have that, you people on Twitter. Y'all can go attack him. I already did. I'm, 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 I'm done. Especially with Derek, Derek Johnson on there. Like he, he be, uh, he says some of the worst stuff ever. Why, why do y'all? He makes like 50 accounts a year right. because he keeps getting suspended for being a fucking retard. And y'all continue to come that, back and follow him. him. No, no, yeah, yeah, because uh, I would say Mario and like Reggie, they they entertain him like 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 stop. I refuse. <laughs> like like it, he 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 tried to uh, follow me and I wouldn't follow back. So I guess he he like just just unfollow me or whatever. But it's like like you say something the dumbest the dumbest shit on there yes. about Matt Ryan. So what, what makes you think I'm I'm I want to. Willingly see that that on my timeline, like, Dog, like him and KB are like the same person. Yeah, they 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 say, "Oh, Matt Ryan take he love to take sacks." Like, what quarterback really wants to take a sack? Come on, right? Like, yeah, he's just doing that on purpose. But the, those two two jokes who I know who never play organized football at any point in their lives because they say some of the dumbest shit like ever. They really do. Then I got this other dummy, Mr. I don't give a fuck 29. I think um, Don was in this thread when this was happening. He said, stop talking about numbers. Matt Ryan is trash. He does not throw for all those yards. He throws little two and three yard passes. 
That's the wide receivers turn into 20-plus yard passes for him. The wide receivers make Matt. He doesn't make wide receivers. Wow. <sighs> I'm tired. Some um, people, some people I, I, I really just, they really don't understand how the game's supposed to go. Like, right. like I tell people, you know, it's a, yeah, football, a team is, is ran like a machine, okay? And each player has his part. Each part, which is a player, has his own role. Um, Matt Ryan is a player. I, like I, I don't understand what games they be watching. What games are they really watching? Because I, I see Matt Ryan sometimes he aired out for like tw- like 20, 30 yards sometimes. And sometimes, yeah. you know, he throw for four or five yards. It all depends. If ain't nobody open, okay, he's going to throw to the check down person that's, that's going to get him three or four yards. Yeah, and I don't think this guy understands how math works um, because two and three yards, it adds up to the total you know what I'm saying? Like, nothing gets subtracted. It all adds. So, what is he talking about? Like, he's a fucking idiot. And, and then I- the receivers make Matt. Um, Harry Douglas did not make Matt Ryan. Yeah. Isn't he and a car salesman it. now? Hmm? Harry Douglas, isn't he a car salesman now? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and like I said before, like our receivers, they don't really get that much rack yards. Like Julio, he might get some. He might get some rack yards. Really, he did. He got in, in a few games this season. He got some rack yards. Sanu doesn't really get you rack yards. Sanu, he just make clutch most of the time. He make clutch catches and and yeah. that's it. Like our receivers are not known for getting a lot of rack yards. Mm-hmm. Yep. Matt makes everybody great. Okay. I'm tired of this shit. Um, what else? What the hell? Oh, sorry. I got distracted. Um, yeah, that is the fucking episode. Well, we got to talk about Casey. Oh, yeah. Casey, um, I'll let you take it. He went on and like ragtagged all these people for talking shit. <laughs> like a real G. You got his tweets, tweets with S. Oh, he had multiple. Oh yeah, he said somebody. I think it was um, Demote Sark. Why would you want to Demote Sark? But I guess um, Demote Sark, Young Zach. Uh, he said it was the Cardinals. Relax. He was replying to. KZ's tweet saying, other than getting my ass ranked over today, my day was great. And KZ replied saying, I don't give a damn if we played against my college, San Diego State University. A win is a win. You talk shit when we lose and win. Get a fucking life word on. Stop trolling, fake ass fan. Hey. I saw KZ on that one. Like, you, you, like, like this type of talking shit, especially against the one that's actually producing on the team. Like, yeah, he he, wait, he, he leads the league in interceptions. So yeah. Right. Wait, like, that's more. That's more. And then the person he said something. Well, what he say? And the guy, the Mozart, said something. Back. He said, "Sit your ass down, you lame. You happy about a meaningless ass 
versus the worst team in the league. You scrub. We better off losing and drafting your replacement, you Twitter lane. <laughs> yeah. And Kate said, laugh my fucking ass off. I'm second string and yet, yep, happy as fuck about the win. Uh, Kate, I'm thinking like, okay, since when you pretty much ain't a second string anymore, so you might want to <laughs> have more faith yeah. in yourself about that. But anyway, he said, bro, no cap. You one of my favorite Falcons been that since I saw your you preseason. Come on, man. If we think like uh, you preseason your rookie, don't come at me like that, though. And he said, MF, don't come at me like that. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the Mozart said, Come see me in that man, um, MF, um, PSN. He put his PSN, young Zach. Two X, like he, like so, like like Casey really about to play with you, play with you and man. Come on now, you don't piss this man off. Right. Man, I put this man been been working his ass off. I ain't even gonna say this year, the past two seasons since he's been drafted. And y'all come, come on, now, don't come at him like that, man. If y'all gonna come at anybody? Go at, go go out to Vic Beasley, go out to Ryan right, Shrek. Right. And then you know? you, when he claps back, you want to be like a bitch, like. Yeah. That's what happened to me yesterday. Some, some of these fans going out to the wrong players, like go out to offer the, these players who've been Duke Riley or something like that. Don't be going right, out to like, somebody who's Casey been balling. Let's go pretty much be in the Pro Bowl. Come on right. now. Yeah, Casey been doing more than producing. He's happy about a win. You're mad because you, what you want to hire a draft pick if we lost. Like, what is wrong with y'all? And then when they clap back, then you want to be pussy. Like, no. Like Bree says, keep that same energy. Same thing when that guy tried to, whoever he was, tried to come for me because I was pissed off at the beginning of the game. And then he wants to be pussy and be like, I said sorry, I apologize to you. You didn't. Stop being pussy. Keep that same energy throughout the whole thing. So People like that, I, I would, if, 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 I was just saying, if I was, you know, I won't mess with Casey like that. Like, Casey is really about that life. Yeah, I think so too. Just, just saying, like you can tell by his play, his his athletic skills, and how he play on the field. Like he, yeah, that's yeah, all I'm gonna say. Like, I won't bother him like that. Like, don't ever be coming at these players that are working and actually doing something and producing on the field. Don't come at them twisted. The ones that aren't doing anything, I'm fine with you going after them crazy. Some people aren't, but I am because I'd be going after them crazy. So I think everyone should every once in a while. Um, well, this wraps up this episode of whatever. What's this fucking podcast called? I am so goddamn tired. Let me tell y'all something real quick. These little, little heathens fucking SB and Love Vixen almost made me miss my fucking flight yesterday and that flight was too goddamn expensive for me to miss going to the airport messing around with them i did not watch the whole game i know some of y'all gonna come for me no i didn't we left at three met up and like hung out or whatever then they almost made me miss my flight so shout out to them they're very nice oh i met um fucking um what's the name j mac the comedy dude that likes the cowboys and the falcons i met him and his wife they're very nice, very funny, and I roasted his ass in person. So shout out to him. 
that's it. I didn't really meet up with anybody else because I just didn't feel like it. I I didn't feel like it. So next year, maybe I'll meet up. I meet up with some of y'all. Not all of y'all, because I don't like all y'all. But I do like some of y'all. So I'll meet with y'all. Y'all got any shout outs? Oh, just uh, my little boy, Casey. What's up? That and that's it. So, um, <laughs> shouts out to pretty much everybody and uh, DBN. Hope everybody have a safe uh, holidays. That's about it. Oh, um, yeah, uh, shout out to Breeze. You know, he's locked up. Pray for him. Pray he don't be getting his cheeks clapped in jail because he might. He'll probably edit that part out, but. I said what I said. It'll still be on the live. Um, I don't know when we're going to do an episode next week because I forgot it is Christmas or whatever you celebrate. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Bar Mitzvah, whatever it is. We'll get an episode out, but it'll probably be late because Christmas is on, like, what, fucking Tuesday? Uh, I still have to get two gifts. I am yes. so behind. This Tuesday, I think. Okay, well, if you're listening to this episode on Christmas and you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. I forgot when Hanukkah starts. It might have already started. Happy Hanukkah. When does Kwanzaa fucking, what's it called? Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa and all that shit. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and y'all can meet us again for the fucking next one. We out. All right.